places i hadn't been yeah there's like a trillion especially in east there's like pearl divers cool and there's like, that place yeah and uh the flamingo or something where's that place some of that oh that's overall um it in ain't in H- east houston? i think that's what Is you it would houston consider or houston i don't know i call it houston yeah why don't we don't know i've yeah. only been here for 10 years and <laughs> still don't know <laughs> i was gonna say house and we have a problem huh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh are we recording are we good, Charlie? Okay. Oh, shoot. It's always like that. It goes like that sometimes. I love it. Yeah. These have been going like that. He just like doesn't tell Perfect. us. Perfect. Charlie's great though. Pre-roll. Yeah. Pre-roll. Love Pre-roll. it, man. Well, we'll intro the podcast then. Let's do it. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to the Rage Rowdy podcast here with us. We have our co-hosts, Mr. Oh, Kurt. Yeah, me, Kurt Ozon, and we have Nick, Nikki T here, and Lanny Wilson, our guest. Woo! <laughs> we gonna party. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we uh we appreciate you taking some time out to do this with us. Oh my gosh, I'm excited. Yeah, Look, and I was even more excited to see there was whiskey here when I got here. So Yeah. Kurt's a very good host, much Hook better than up. I am. That's true. Mine's just like warm beer. Hey, but. it's still beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've, we've drank it before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we we do this at Nick's house. He's got a kegerator. Mm-hmm. Oh shoot. But it makes noise, so we can't have it on while we like record. So you like unplug it and then Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we like literally drink warm beer. I'm going to have to have you come over some other time to sign it because oh we have God. everybody sign the kegerator. Oh, I would love that yeah. <laughs> as long as you give me some of it. Yes, for sure. It'll, I will make sure it's cold that time too. Yeah. Come Hell on yeah. now. You need to just put it in the other room or is it really that loud? I mean, it just like kicks on like a refrigerator, gotcha. kind of like an air conditioner, you know? And uh, Got you. Yeah, it's not, just not the best. It's like know? trying to do a podcast with Casey Tindall in my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like always upstairs and I'm like, Casey texting her from downstairs. I'm like, you better be quiet. She's down there making eggs. Sounds like she's burning the house down. <laughs> That's unreal. Yeah, Who also lives with you? Ashlyn Craft. Oh, so wow. Me, Casey, and Ashlyn. Is- I feel like you guys shouldn't live in one place like the Air Force One, like how they have. like You guys should just be separated for the safety of country yep. music. Yes, yep. please. <laughs> That's it's, a great point. It's so crazy. Like Everybody expects it to be like really wild. Oh, yeah. I mean, really and truly, it's almost like we kind of forget that each other like does music. Mm-hmm. I think we're just like that good of friends. But every now and then, you know, we'll we'll have a few cocktails and write a song together. But other than that, we kind of just like get home and shut our brains off. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah. You guys seem to have like older souls too. Yeah, yeah. I am an old lady. Yeah, I'm old old lady. <laughs> old lady. Yeah, I am. And Ashlyn and Casey are too. I feel like a lot of my girlfriends here in town are they're like yeah. little old ladies trapped in. You guys are comfortable just like hanging at the house instead yeah. of like sitting on the back porch. Yeah. That's what we'd rather do. Yeah. Until same. we, you know, found out about Silverados. And then you're like, ding, ding, ding. And yeah. then we're like, Game oh, on. Lord, let's, yeah, let's hang here at the house and then go to Silverados. <laughs> that is that where the music video was? That's your spot, right? Is Are you talking house? about? Yes, that's my house. Okay. Yeah. We're going to have to talk about that. We're going to have to let the people know. Yes. So um, <laughs> uh, for those lis- people listening, I was the lead 
actor. No, I wasn't. I was an extra. <laughs> you should have been. I should have been. No, Raleigh's cool, but uh, I was uh, an extra in your music video. That's right. Yeah. And so. it's coming out here real soon. I've seen it, actually. Oh, my gosh. I've seen at least an edit you of it. You killed it. You crushed it, man. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, I play a, Can I talk about it? or? I mean, yeah. Well, not the storyline, yeah. but you can talk about what you were. Okay. So I was a police officer with a long with long hair and a long beard. <laughs> I'm Did telling it? you, rocked it. Like I mean, you sold it. Yeah, and um, so I didn't. I mean, I I had like a fake gun and everything. And, it came out um, of blazing. Yeah. The what was the director's name? Uh, Sean O'Halloran. Say it again. Sean. Sean. Okay. O'Halloran. Yeah. He like uh, <laughs> came over and checked my gun, like to make sure it wasn't real. I'm like, oh, this is it's fine. I brought it from home. And he's like, okay. And I was like. Wait, no, like you're supposed to, it's a joke. Like you're supposed to like be worried about it. But he I got did. this at a Laney's nightstand. Yeah. <laughs> That's that was, how it goes around there. <laughs> that was so much fun. It was fun. We were there, I mean, my gosh, the wee hours. Like, mm-hmm. so we started super early that morning. Like 10 a.m., right? And then you kind of came in and, you know, you did Starred. like that, that rock star thing where mm-hmm. you just slid in, did your part and kind of got out of there. But <laughs> Yeah, because I came at like probably like 6 p.m. and then went home around 10. Yeah, and then you were done. Yeah, that was awesome. It was so much fun. That was like my first like full blown out music video. Yeah, and from what I've seen, I I don't know if I've seen the final edit or not, but it's like insane. It's cool. It's cool. I'm hoping we can get some nominations from that. I mean, the goal was for, you know, people to already love the song, but kind of like watch the video and kind of feel it all over again, kind of from like a different perspective. And Mm -hmm. I think that's what's going to happen. So we'll see. I wish we could tell them the whole story. We can't right now. No, we'll get there. But <laughs> you'll see it. Yeah. yeah. The, the cool thing, hopefully I don't spoil too much, is that like for when you were telling me before is like you were getting treatments for the music video and everyone was like doing it like extremely literally. Yes. It was like a video of you. Changing a tire. Yeah. Or catching like, a fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting a shotgun. <laughs> right. Exactly. You're putting a you trailer yeah. hitch or whatever. So this video is like tangentially related to the lyric, but it's not like. This is literally what's happening yeah. during the music, you know? Yeah. I mean, that would have been, I mean, we could have done that, whatever. But like I said, I, I think it was, it's going to be cool for people to be able to like kind of feel like they're watching a three-minute movie. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, from the, the clip that Chris showed me a little bit on his it. phone. Yeah. Um, and it, it did. It looked like a um, like a little cinematic yeah. thing, yep. which is crazy. And it was done at my house. And that's like. It's going to be so cool, like, years from now when I don't have the house anymore, right. like, being able to kind of, like, look back and be like, dang, we did that right there. You're just going to have to yeah. buy the house back if you get rid of it. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. We'll or see. not. Maybe, like, Kurt and I will buy it, and then we'll sell it when you're really famous. <laughs> True. You can do that. <laughs> we'll turn it into a museum. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Y'all ain't right. Acting in the music video was, like, it's so strange. Like, I've never – I mean, I didn't, like – I'm not, like, an actor or anything. It's not like I had, um, like, a long talking part or anything. Mm-mm. But they were like, but you still do had it. to get into it. Yeah, I mean, you had to like, like I was like, like again, I'm not trying to spoil anything. But I was like screaming. Yeah, and um, you kind of liked it too. You were like, I, I love. I missed it. my calling. I should have been a cop. Yeah, no <laughs> and um, I'm worried about. I don't want to say too yeah. much, but yeah. uh, yeah. I, there's a couple times where I got a little too into it. That's um, right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kurt. You got to yeah. settle down now. Sorry, Riley. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Riley's his name, right? The Riley. Guy? Yeah. He's so cool. Yeah, he's awesome. He was awesome. He really was. There. I mean, my gosh, the actors that they ended up choosing, I mean, were out of this world. 
I don't know if you saw that one saying. I, I feel like I want to tell the whole story too. Me too. <laughs> we can't. We got to stop. Well, this will this will come out in you know like days. Is the music video does? I believe it's days. Oh, this will be. Oh, out this will be out afterwards. Yeah, then. we're. We're backed up. Okay. Music video is out right now. TMI. Okay. Hold up. But what if it don't? What if I'm wrong? Yeah, we won't talk about that. Okay, we won't talk about it. Hey, the music's video is probably out right now. And you should watch it. So y'all go check it out. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, uh, so we played your song on the radio. Yes, we do that often. Yeah. I know y'all do. I love it. Thank y'all. And so we were talking about the music, and we're like, oh, hey, the. I think we even said, like, I was telling a story about how I was an extra in this music video mm-hmm. for the song and we're like go check it out and then after we were done recording the audio for the the radio show I was like the music video is not even out so <laughs> some, <laughs> some some person in Pittsburgh is probably like Lenny Wilson music video like on their yeah. Google machine so there's this one video on YouTube everybody thinks it's the music video it's not it's just I guess what people call nowadays a visualizer. Yeah. Like I don't I don't know when that started being a thing mm-hmm. but it's I guess like a mini music video yeah and so everybody feels like that's the music video already. So it's just me in the videos. And they're probably like, Kurt, he lied. Yeah. Is he in the background somewhere? I don't see Kurt here at all. <laughs> Kurt looks a lot like Laney. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kurt's at you. <laughs> that's so funny. I know like a lot of artists like don't enjoy necessarily doing music videos or doing photo shoots and stuff like that. Is that, do you share that? or? Uh, I feel like the more I do it, the more comfortable I get. Mm-hmm. It's really just kind of like, too, for me, like, getting to know the photographer, getting to know the guy who's behind the camera. Because then, I mean, you know how it is. I mean, you feel, just feel awkward. Yeah. yeah. And you got to do certain positions and poses and whatever that, like, that you normally wouldn't do. Like, right now, I'm just sitting here, you know. Yeah. But, like, it, it looks better on camera. I don't know. It's just so weird. Yeah. And, or, like, you know, like, exaggerating certain, like, you know, facial expressions or mm-hmm. whatever. So, I feel like the more I do it, the better I get at it. And I really am starting to kind of enjoy it. And I'm kind of like dipping my toes into the whole acting thing too. Oh yeah. That's awesome. There's definitely, um, I've, you know, I'm a photographer also, and, um, I've shot good looking people that don't have experience Mm -hmm. and, you know, versus like a model and like the pictures are like night and day. There's like so much more to like being in front of the camera than just like being good looking. Yeah. So it's like all that, like all the posing and knowing what looks good in the photo and, you know how to put your hands and oh all that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, is that why all the guys have their hand behind their head in yeah. like every photo? Yeah, <laughs> it's like Pitch every it. photo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. Like Luke would rather like stub his toe than get his picture made. Really? Yeah. He like he hates doing that. Hates yeah. doing liners. In the music video, they were like, "Oh, we're gonna do like we're doing the loving on you music video." Yeah. They're like, "All right, can we do one more take?" And looks like no, nope. Like we're done. That's it. Like, done. Yep. Okay. Golly. It's great that he's big enough that he can do that though. Yeah. You know, he's like, yep. No, no we're I, good, dude. I I'm believe sure you that got though. It. I mean, I think I met Luke back in was it 2014. He was at Ten Roof Revival on Demumbrian. That sounds accurate. Mm-hmm. And he had not. Like, I think this was his like first or second little trip to Nashville. He hadn't even really started like doing the whole writing, you know, thing. And um, I remember like walking up to him and being like, I want to write with you. Because I just had this crazy feeling. Like, I don't get this feeling about a lot of folks, but him, I was just like, holy moly, like, this dude is special. Yeah. And um, I think everybody that's ever heard him open his mouth probably has felt that way. So he ended up coming back, and we rode. He'd come over my camper trailer, and it's just been so cool to watch him just do his damn thing. Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel like with you sitting here with us, honestly. Oh, my gosh. 
Um, I hope you're right. Me too. I hope you're <laughs> right. <laughs> damn it. I mean, Nick and I like we're talking. It's like if if this Laney thing isn't just a huge, then something's wrong with country music, yeah. in my opinion. Thank you. The yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, we just hit twenty nine today. Holy cow! Beautiful. Yep. Um, Love it. Freaking pumped. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's huge for me. Yeah. I, I just mean, that'd like, be huge for anyone. I just remember like walking up and down Music Row, just knocking on doors, trying to get anybody to just listen to me and it's i just feel so blessed and like it just feels like things are finally starting to kind of come to fruition yeah and that feels good yeah and to share that success with jason nix who's like oh my god such a great angel guy. on earth and yeah. singleton also i know yeah two of the best dudes yeah. and i mean every time i sit down to write with them i just i'll feel like i always leave there learning something and um I mean, we had so much fun writing things a man ought to know. Well, yeah. we sat there for the first hour and talked about really all the shit that y'all supposed to know. <laughs> How to put the toilet lid down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. I was like, y'all have to clear y'all schedules the rest of the day because we're going to be here all night. But <laughs> anyway, no, for real, those dudes have become two of my best friends. And it's so cool being able to work with your best friends. Yeah. I mean, not a lot of people get to do that. No, it's great. I think that's a common thread also that we've found in like interviewing like when we talked about with Nate Frederick like mm -hmm. he has like his group and like he put out this great record and he was like it's just so cool to like cut songs that I wrote with my friends yeah. and it's like you know even like huge artists do yeah. that too absolutely yeah no, I'm I mean my gosh and to my like girl group mm -hmm. like I got some oh yeah no doubt They're, it's stacked like mm -hmm. absolutely like the baddest women in town like I know. honestly. Like, and we truly. truly do like have each other's best interest at heart, and yeah. we want each other to to do well. And the first one that goes, they better have a a, a very strong coattail because <laughs> we're riding it. Hell yeah! <laughs> but that's I, I think that's super important, and it's crazy too because like you know there's not enough women on country radio. Yep. So, but there's so many like you just have a crew of badass women that yeah. all deserve to be heard by a lot of people. Yes, and it's great to no. great to see that. I know we had, you know, some people, some of your friends on the Rowdy on the Row that mm -hmm. Kurt takes photos and I awkwardly MC. And uh, <laughs> we had like Megan Patrick at the end of it. She was like, dude, thank you so much for having so many badass females on this. Yeah. And it like didn't even, I was like, what do you mean? Yeah, like, you weren't we're, even trying to. No, like, like, you were just badasses. Just, yeah. These are just badass artists. Yeah. These are our people. You know what I mean? This yeah. is the music that deserves to be heard by the masses, yeah. you know, and. I'm so glad that you're on radio and the oh masses are getting to hear Lainey Wilson. It's unreal. Absolutely. And now that people back at home are actually starting to hear me on like radio, they actually think finally I'm doing something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in August, I've been here for 10 years. That's wild. It's a, so, it's a crazy thing though. I remember. Time, yeah. 10 year time. I remember yeah. the first time I heard that song, I was like, that's the one, you know? And, Thank you, man. and I know you guys like had went to radio and like, yep. you know, with dirty looks. yeah, with 30 looks and, uh, yeah, you know, with the radio show that we have, uh, Ray Shotty Radio, I just kind of play whatever I want. Yep. So I was playing Dirty Looks, like when that was your but. single, but I was also playing <laughs> things a man ought to know, you know? Yep. It was the one that, like, really kind of organically raised its hand. Yeah. Like, going back on it now, I'm glad we didn't start out with it. Right. But um, it just seems to be the song that, like, people you know, keep talking about. Yeah. That kind of raised his hand. Absolutely. And then I remember we had Jason Nix on the podcast yep. when he was out on the road and he sang it for us too. And it was from a dude's perspective. It's just as cool. It's yeah. It's so awesome. Like hearing it like that is totally different. Yep. Right. It's like 
emo. It's emotional, yeah. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was super cool. And I mean, he has a great voice yeah. too, you know? So it was great hearing him sing I want that. him to do his own version of it too at some point. Dude, yeah. I said that too. I, yeah. Like once once that happened, I was like, man, I'd love to hear the guy's version mm-hmm. of this, right? Because it's the same. Yep. The words are the same for both sides of it. Literally. Right. Verbatim. You don't have to change a he, she, or nothing. nothing. Like it just works. Yeah, it works. And I think that's part of what makes that song so special. Thank is you. You can hear it from both sides. Thank you, you. As a guy, I can say that about myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. And as a female, you can say it about a guy. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure that the flip side of it's too is like, I'm sure there's things that a, a woman should know. Oh my know, gosh. You know? Yeah. I'm really, I mean, for me, like big picture thinking about this song, it's really just about like having good character. Yeah. It's about treating people the way that you want to be treated. Exactly. And um that's something that I mean, Lord have mercy, every single one of us needs to know. You know, yeah. not just a man. Right. But um and two, I'm proud that like I kinda get to like get my feet wet with radio with this song because this is like top to bottom how I feel like this yeah. is really like the, my foundation this is how I was raised mm-hmm. and I'm glad that I can just it's my truth and I can continue like building off of that because if it wasn't my truth that would be that'd be hard yeah to keep you know feeling like I, I gotta put something out there that's not me yeah and if this is a song that you have to sing at every show for the rest of your life yes. I think that'd be a good one to yeah. sing I'm you know? okay with it yeah absolutely I'm okay with it yeah that's a great one. and it's great to like you're like having success without compromising anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not oh like you're, God. you're cutting songs you don't like or whatever. Thank God. It would be so hard to do this for the rest of my life and be anything other than myself. I mean, that would be, that would take a whole lot of energy and effort. Can yeah. you imagine? It'd be a yeah. lot more work. I mean, my gosh. Because we, it's, I mean, y'all know this, like, like for instance, Luke is who he is on and off stage. I mean, like, you can't just turn it off all the time, yeah. you know, or turn it on. And I mean, of course you got to kind of do that, like do that on steroids at times. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we eat, sleep and breathe it. So. Right. I always say too, like one of the things that makes someone in my head, like one of the pieces that makes an artist work in country music is like someone who has like an iconic style and someone that has like a voice that's recognizable. And then of course the songs have to be there. Right. So I think if I'm looking at you right now and a look that I've seen you have for, but develop, but have had since I saw you playing Smoking Mondays mm-hmm. at that smoky bar when that Rob Snyder hosted. Oh my you know, gosh, Lord have mercy. All the way to now. I mean, it's been consistent. You're who you are, you Thank know, you. and your look, that bell bottom country. Um, I'm bringing it, boy. And I'll tell you, it's funny too, because uh, I know you get, like some of your gear from Little Bees Bohemian yes. and like some of the girls that work with me on Ray's Rowdy yes. are like, I got these from Little Bees Bohemian. Oh my you gosh. Know what I mean? Well, so hey, by the way, so I just teamed up with Little Bees and here real soon we're basically like we collaborated and we're putting out some, I guess, Laney items. I, oh, I that's mean, awesome. it's going to be cool. Congrats. Cool. Yeah. So we got some bell bottoms and some, a really cool shirt. I mean, it's going to be cool. That's awesome. That's so cool. I mean, cool. yeah, like, also, years ago, I could have never really envisioned myself, like, really loving the whole, like, fashion side of things. But, yeah. you know, just talking about acting, like, I'm surprising myself because really and truly, like, the fashion side of things for me, too, like, 
it's a way for me to express myself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I get to dress up for Halloween every day. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey. <laughs> well, that's kind of the thing too. So like I've talked about this. I'm like guys or girls that are successful in town, you can dress up as them for Halloween. Yeah. You know, like think about guys like Hardy, Morgan, yeah. Luke, um, Ashley McBride. She has a very iconic look. You could dress as Ashley for Halloween. Yep. But, Put a fake tattoo on your, yeah. you know what right. I mean? Like sleeve tattoo. She has a very distinct look. Sure. And you have a distinct look too. So it's it's a, something that like if there's like a checklist in my head of like, is Thank this you. going to work? I'm like, yep, they're Thank all checked, you. you know? So it's. Oh, man. I hope you're right. Well, I mean, with songs like this, it's it's going to happen. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's, it's uh, and an album like you put out. What a freaking album. Thank you. I'm proud of it. Absolutely love it. So. You dropped the EP and then turned yep. that into the full album. Yep. Um, that came out here in February. Yep. It's and uh, it's been it's been crazy ever since, right? Oh my gosh, it's been wild. And the record's been done for quite a while, but yeah. So you know, like we were just talking about, we went to radio, and then as soon as as soon as I got finished with radio tour, which was a five month process. Yep. I think I was home in Nashville maybe two days, um, from like September to December. But um. When were you doing that? I did that in the fall of 19. Okay. So, so right like, before the world shut right down. Right before. Yes. And uh, Dirty Looks went to radio. The world shut down. And we were like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think everybody was like, oh, shit. So at that point, we were like, okay, let's just, you know, take a step back. Um, I had already put the EP out. We were trying to figure out the right time to put this record out. And mm-hmm. um, I will tell you, we waited a while, but it did feel like the right time. Yeah. Well, I think as crazy as this sounds, like, so all of the people that had tried to put out songs in the meantime yeah. couldn't do a real radio tour. Yeah. So you were one of the last real Oh, I know. No, I, I'm like, uh-uh, all y'all got to go do a real radio tour. <laughs> uh-uh, y'all going to make me mad. <laughs> but, but as funny as it sounds, like, specifically in the radio world, you got to go out and shake those hands and make those connections with those people, yep. show them why they should love you as much as we do, yeah. you know? Yeah, for so, sure. And then when the second song came out, they had already seen you. They had already known you. Yep. And so it's like, I it think. a blessing. Yeah, I think it's kind of a blessing if you think about it. It was. It was I'm not going to lie. Radio tour for me was the hardest time of my life. You drained, right? I mean, my gosh. I mean, we were doing four or five, you know, shows a day. Yeah. I, I won't ever forget, like, within a five-day time frame, we went from, let me see if I get this right. We went from Nashville to Phoenix Phoenix to Spokane, Spokane to Vegas, Vegas to El Paso, El Paso to Oklahoma City, Oklahoma City to somewhere else in Texas, back to Oklahoma City, and then back to Nashville mm. in five days. Playing free shows. Yeah. It was like I'm singing to carpet, you know, yeah. I mean, you're singing in a conference room. And, yeah. you know, I mean, who knows? People might be on their phone or they might be, you know, loving it. You just never know what you're going to get. Yeah. But, um, yeah, all these, you know, a lot of people are getting to do radio tour on Zoom now, and it's great. I mean, I wish I would have made that cut off, <laughs> but I'm a little bitter. <laughs> yeah, but again, I think part of what makes country music in the community and radio specifically, too, is it's the people want to see your eyes. Yep, they, they want they want to They want to shake your hand. You know oh what I mean? Gosh. They want to hear you talk about your music and your craft, yep. you know? And that's, I think, what makes country music special is the people really believe in it. The people that are putting out, that are Mm -hmm. writing these songs, that are cutting even songs, if it's a cut, they truly believe in what they're doing. Yes. And it's a part of who they are. Mm -hmm. And you're getting to show that to people that 
have a chance to help more people hear you. You know, so it's it's terrible at the time. But again, like it's one of those things you look back out and you're like, okay, yeah, that wasn't super fun when I was in it. But like you probably never have to do another one, you know? Oh, my God. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I I hope not. I will tell you, though, like a lot of the, you know, radio PDs that I met on the road, like, I mean, shoot, they're some of my buddies now. Yeah. You know, little text and send memes back and forth all day long. And it's uh, it's just so cool the people that the music industry has, like, introduced me to. Yeah. I've met some of my most favorite people, my best friends, like – People I can't imagine my life without, mm-hmm. you know, all because of music. Yeah. It's just all walks of life, all people yep. that are different. Their brains work differently, yep. but they all have one thing in common, and it's that they love this yep. thing called country music. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't know where I'd be without it. Yeah, me neither, man. It's just it's one of the lifebloods that's driven me through life, you know, yep. gotten me through so many things. and For sure. Just hearing songs that just attach to your soul, and, mm-hmm. man, there's a lot of those on this album. Oh. Thank you. Absolutely. That's, I mean, that's a songwriter's dream, you know? I mean, like, for instance, with Things a Man Ought to Know, I've had people reach out to me. I mean, like, guys who really did, like, give up and got it wrong. I've I've heard from single mothers. I've heard from, like, this one lady. She was about to get a divorce, and she sent this song to her husband, and he, like, snapped out of it. And they're, you know, it's just so crazy that my song is given the opportunity to, like, really you know make a difference it's powerful and and it's specifically a song about what the topic's about you know and not just that but the the way that it's stated is you're not yelling at someone you're not burning their car and lighting it on fire you're talking about what it did to you yep you know what i mean you're talking about how that relationship or how that feeling affected you yep and that affects someone so much more yeah i mean too like i'll be honest with you when we were writing it I was not going through that at the time. I was in a relationship that I probably shouldn't have been in. And I think I knew it'd be (laughs) be like that all the time. It'd be like that. (laughs) But I knew in the back of my head what was going to happen. And I think I was kind of like foreshadowing. So I'm like, damn it, I need to write nothing but positive, nothing but positive. (laughs) But yeah, it's it's crazy. That's just how songwriting is. Like sometimes you think you know exactly what you're writing about. Turns out you really have no clue. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. Well, and that's the the great thing about a song is you write it about something and that's not even necessarily how everyone takes it. You know, they all have their own way that they can interpret it and make it feel so powerful to them. It's wild. And in the last chorus... I say, what's my line? I can't even remember my own line. I say something about how to chase forever down a driveway. Yeah. And everybody thinks I'm saying rabbit. How to chase a rabbit down a driveway. What? Yes. I've never heard that. Okay. (laughs) I have had so many people say, like, I just got to know, like, you know, tell me about that line, about the rabbit line. And I'm like, what rabbit line? And I'm like, well, technically that is something, man, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that dress, like the yellow blue dress where everyone always sees yes. it one color. Or what color do you see? Uh, gold, I think. Right? Wasn't it gold? Is it? It was like gold and white or black and blue? Yeah. Yeah. I think I saw the black and blue. I, I don't think know. I saw gold. Yeah. I don't remember. Everybody don't hears remember and sees things thing, a little different. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. You're going to have to... <laughs> you should get like a rabbit's foot and make like a thing as a man ought to know rabbit's foot or something. I should. I guess that's probably not For good the merch enough. store? Yeah. I should. <laughs> not a real rabbit's foot maybe because right. Kurt's vegan, but mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, and then 
you know, the full album. So like, let's just talk about how did Jade Joyce happen and like, oh my gosh. talk about that experience with us. Just, it's crazy how this town works. Yeah. I mean, really like when I moved to town, you know, I knew Jay Joyce and I knew what he did. I was a fan of it. Yeah. I love everything Eric Church. Right. And, um, you know, I knew that Jay was responsible for, you know, for helping Eric find that sound. Mm-hmm. And um, so when the label asked me, they were like, who would you like to, you know, produce you and stuff like that? Of course, I was like, Jay Joyce, Jay Joyce, Jay Joyce. And they were like, all right, well, we'll see what we can do. But, you know. Who else? Come on yeah. now. Like, who else you got mine, you know? Anyone a little cheaper, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, I manifested it. I was like, no, this is happening. And so Frank Romano, who I wrote L.A. with, mm-hmm. him and Hannah, and um, Frank was really good friends with Jay. And he, like, lived right down the street from Jay's studio. Because, you know, Jay, yeah. his studio is, like, this old renovated church yep. in East Nashville, yeah, like, it's probably close to here. Yeah, we probably throw a rock and hit it. Yeah. Really, I think it's not far from here at all. But um, anyway, so when Frank would like write during the day after he got finished, he would go over to Jay's studio and just kind of hang out. Well, he kept bringing my name up to him, and I think at some point in time, Jay was like, all right, like, who is Lainey Wilson, and why do you keep talking about her? Like, do I need to meet her? What's going on? And, um, That's so cool. Yeah. And so... Like, Jay hollered at me and was like, hey, you just want to come hang out at the studio? And I was like, oh, okay. You're like, like, pinch me. Pinch me. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to be prepared. And then I, I like, walk through the uh, the church doors, and he's like, he lights up the cigarette and is, like, blowing smoke right there in the middle of the sanctuary. And I'm like, <laughs> first, so cool. like, this dude is cool. And, um, but I never even played that day. Like, I was, I was coming. I was ready, you know. And... And then he would, we just hung out, got to know each other. Like he got to know my story, like my personality, and I think that's really what makes him such a damn good producer. Yeah, it's like he took the time to like you know n- figure out how I was raised and like all these things, and somehow incorporates that into your music and in your sound. And it's just really strange. But so I think after like the third time I went over there and hung out with him, he finally like threw me a guitar. And he lit up a cigarette and was blowing smoke in my face. I couldn't hardly breathe. <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, how am I going to get through this? And I played two and a half songs and left there. Half songs? Literally like two songs and then a half and another one. Mm-hmm. And Did he stop you and say like, okay, we're doing this? or No, it was literally just like, that was great. That was great. And I was like. Oh shit! Like you know, I heard this man. He lights his cigarettes on a toaster, and he wears a black trench coat. Like I'm a little terrified, even though this is my third time hanging out with him. <laughs> and um, no, really, we like felt like kindred spirits. And but I left there, and I was like, all right, Laney, like the squeaky wheel gets the grease, you know. So <laughs> I reached back out to him, and I said, you know, I don't know what you had in mind, but I know what I did, and I'd love to make some music together. And he said, you let me know when. And so yes. that's how it happened. Yeah. And then so I got to like call the label and be like, I guess what? I've already talked to him. <laughs> you don't even have to. <laughs> we can do it. And they're like, okay, well, we got to figure out how to uh, how to afford a Jay Joyce record. So, and it happened. And the coolest experience. I mean, if we're, we're still working together. We're working on stuff together right now. But I'm like, for as long really? as Jay Joyce wants to work with me, I'm going to work with him. Yeah. One of the best in the business. And just like sonically, he does so many different things. Oh my gosh. But 
everything he does, you can kind of like feel his vibe on mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? It's so special. He is he is something. He's just like and it's only about the music. Yeah. I mean, he don't have a plaque hanging on his wall. Like mm-hmm. it's not about I think he won was it last year? All these years are running together now cuz of COVID, mm-hmm, but right. He had won uh, ACM Producer of the Year. Yeah. And I called him and I was like, Jay, congratulations. He goes, for what? (laughs) You won ACM Producer of the Year. He's like, oh, thanks. All right, got to (laughs) go. That's (laughs) unreal. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) So that's like a very different story than like when we were on the road with Lanco. Yeah. They were, you know, getting produced by Jay also. And I was like, what's it like working for Jay? You know, like, what's it like? Yes. And they're like, it's so stressful. He hates all our songs and like, blah, 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 blah. I mean, they obviously they got great stuff out of it, but like, is there any, was there any of that working together? Or? Oh my gosh. Well, he hates a demo. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't, it's the weirdest thing because I've heard so many things like that. Like, mm-hmm. people are like, oh my gosh, you know, it's, it's like really terrifying to work with him. <laughs> I'll tell you, my experience has not been that way at all. It doesn't sound like it. At all. I mean, he just kind of has like, treated me like his family. And um, he did tell me, uh, he was like, he told me I reminded him of one of his, like, old best friends from Louisiana or something like that. And um, so I, I right away we kind of felt like, I said we had little kindred spirits. And um, he hadn't been an asshole to me just yet because mm-hmm. he probably knows <laughs> I'd be an asshole right back. <laughs> That's awesome. So he's from L.A. too, huh? He's not. He's so. I, he's actually from Cleveland. Okay. Originally, but uh, along the way, somehow he met this guy from Louisiana, and they became good buddies. And I believe, like he, the guy had like passed away right when I met him. Wow. And I think he kind of, you know, I don't know. It's wild. So, I love me some Jay Joyce though. He's one of a kind. Yeah. Well, man, some of the songs off of that are just so sonically super cool and now when i think of that sound i think of you right so like songs like neon diamonds which just like i don't know show like, opener for sure yeah just thank you man such a freaking bah, song yeah bah, bah, bah. yeah talk to us a little bit about that one that's one of my favorites off the record thank you and you just said show opener that was the whole like goal because we put it that's the first one on the record yeah mm-hmm. and i was like it needs to sound like a dang show opener let's like kick this record off let's just do the thing and you know that big old guitar drum mm-hmm. thing at the beginning and my mama's actually singing gang vocals on this song no, that's yeah. awesome y'all and my mama she's terrible like <laughs> when i was little she would try to rock me to sleep and sing me lullabies and i'd put my hand over her mouth that's how bad it is but so jay i think it's because he thought my mama was hot really but <laughs> he called me and was like hitting your mama in town and i'm like yeah, he said, well, we need some girls to be over here and do some gang vocals. So he said, call your mama. And I'm like, what in the world? Michelle Wilson is about to be on my record. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about it. She's I don't get a know. Check, you know. <laughs> she don't know it yet, but we didn't give her credit. <laughs> <laughs> she won't get a check. Sorry, mama. <laughs> I told her, though, I was like, I'll buy you a beach house one day. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> well, I hope so, too. Yeah, me too. So, but she... um. Yeah, you can hear it in that last chorus. It's like this very like high pitch, shrill neon diamonds. <laughs> so go back and listen to it. I'm definitely going to now. Do it. I definitely had like an <laughs> LA story where I was talking to my buddy Julian and he was like, Yeah, I'm like, what have you been up to? And he's like, Oh, I'm gonna be in LA for a few days. And I'm like, and I was looking at Master Tour, like her tour schedule. I'm like, 
I'm going to be in L.A. too at the same time. Like, what are the chances? Like, my buddy that lives in New York, is we're both going to be in L.A. Turns out I was going to be in Shreveport. <laughs> and he was in, like, in Los Angeles. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Get, you know, it's like you get off the bus and I'm like, this is definitely not the L.A. I was thinking of. Yes. Well, that's how, like, it happened for me too, like, years ago when I first got here. I mean, every time I would say, like, people say, where are you from? I say, L.A. Mm-hmm. And they like. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. Definitely. Come on, like <laughs> you acting. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's just so funny. It's definitely a uh, culture shock for me. Yeah, a little bit of a language barrier. Yeah, <laughs> uh, being from the north. Yeah, if I hear L.A., I don't think of Louisiana no. as as much as like I'm like that's the initials yeah. of what it yeah. is. But yeah, as uh, so hearing that and you know hearing that in your song even before because I remember hearing that song before. Uh, you know, you even put it out, you know, yeah. just playing around uh-huh. and stuff. And I was like, man, that's super cool. Yeah, it's a great. L.A., Louisiana, yeah. Lower Alabama. Mm-hmm. It's so wild. And it's funny, too, being down here because I'm I'm new to town, you know, officially. Mm-hmm. I was traveling here a lot. But, yeah, you hear people say L.A. and they're talking about Louisiana. Or they're talking about yeah. a lot of times Alabama. And then also in Lower Antioch. So you hear people that are like oh in town. Oh my god! No, I hadn't heard that one. Yeah, yeah. you'll hear people in town Down that in they're talking about. Yeah, which is a if you're not familiar, it's a place here in Nashville. It's like the hood where I live. You know, so Lower it's like Antioch. you do live in LA, don't you? Do? Yeah, you I do, live close. Yeah, <laughs> that's oh all the poor god. boys can afford. You know, <laughs> I get it, man. Yeah, I get it. It's expensive to live around here. Yeah, it's not it's everywhere. Not, it's not a mm. yeah. It's expensive to live everywhere, but it's a. Uh, I'm just so happy to be down here and be surrounded by. How long have you been here now? It's October. Okay. So I guess almost coming up on six months. Ooh. Yeah. So you hadn't yeah. really got. I mean, I know you've been coming back for years, but you hadn't really got to like be here when things are slightly normal. No, I'm actually. Which I heard they're about to be normal. Yeah, I know. Me too. I hope so. I'm actually like scared, kind of. Do y'all? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We have one in June, like yeah. a festival. Yeah. We have a TV thing, but. Like I, I told Luke, like I think like maybe, maybe by fall, and he was like, "We're definitely playing shows end of summer." Like yep. he was like so optimistic yeah. about it, like almost overly so. Yeah, yeah. But I guess that's what the Live Nation people are telling him. So yeah. I mean, I heard which uh, the podcast probably be out um, after this, but April twenty eighth there will be no mask mandate. Yeah, that sounds great. I love that. I ain't going to know what to do. I'm, I'm going to know yeah. exactly what to do. I'm just going to holler at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to know exactly what to do. Like, live life like a normal human. Like it's going to be weird. Are you going to, like, when you're getting out of the truck, about to go in somewhere, are you going to feel like, oh, where's my mask? Well, first of all, you're acting like I have a truck, which I don't have money for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Honda. I have the Honda. A, have when a, you get out of the Honda. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, man, I'm, I'm ready for it. Like, I'm thoroughly ready for it. We've been... Yeah. In parts of the country now, like I was just down in Talladega this weekend. Yeah. And no one wears masks down there. It's yep. not a thing, yep. you know? Yeah. So there's places that are currently not like that. If you're literally out of the county that we're in right now here in Tennessee, yeah. it's not it's, like that. Yep. So I mean, even if you go out towards like Sumner, Hendersonville. Yeah. Yep. Mm-mm. Ain't nobody wearing Someone masks. like I was at Talladega <laughs> also this weekend and I was getting a cup of coffee and I had my bandana on as a mask and... They were like, oh, like, you don't have to do that. They just said to me, I was like, okay. You don't have to do that. Please take it off. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I didn't want to, like, offend anyone. I'm like, I'm just trying to get a cup of coffee here. Well, it's weird, too, because, like, if you are in a place where that's not happening, right, Mm -hmm. and you are wearing one, they're like, what, are you sick? 
Yeah. Is that why you're wearing it? If you're sick, you shouldn't be here. I'm you know tell you what right I mean? Now, look, I sneezed in line at Walmart the other day. Oh my gosh. Everybody ducked. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Right. I was like, Especially Oh God. I mean, allergies have been just so brutal I know. too. Yeah. Yeah. So don't I guess, you cough in line now? I no. Know. Yeah, having a common cold is the worst thing that can happen to your social life right now. Stay away from her. Stay away from me for two weeks. <laughs> she got the thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be wild getting back to playing shows yes. with a song in top thirty country radio. Yes, it's gonna like your first show and the show before ended are gonna be wildly different. I yeah. bet it's gonna be interesting. I think it's definitely gonna be like a a big jump. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna know what to do when I hear somebody saying. My song's back to me. Not even just that song. You're going to hear a lot of the songs. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm going to fall out right there on the stage. I'm not playing. <laughs> it's going to be cool. What like what shows do you have coming up? Are you we got some stuff. Or? Yeah, we got some stuff in April. We've got... um. So right before the shutdown, I was on tour with Justin Moore and Tracy Lawrence. Mm-hmm. And that came to a screeching halt. So we're finishing some dates out west, like Wyoming. Nice. You know, That'll South Dakota. So all that. So Idaho... Um, but then after that, we've got some like fairs and festivals coming up. I mean, it's looking good. Yeah. Right on. So I'm I'm completely as a you know, my side of the world is going to festivals with my friends, right? Like yep. that's where Razor Rowdy started pretty yep. much. So I'm so ready for festivals. <sighs> a year without those is like yep. bled my soul dry. I know. So I'm so ready. A part of a I mean, a part of every single one of us sitting around here right now has been just missing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's gonna be. I'm excited just to stand out in the damn crowd and watch a show. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's a, uh, it's powerful. We got. I've gotten to go to some shows, you know, recently, and you know where the world feels normal. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm going this weekend down to see Hardy in Rome. And yes, um, you know, just uh, those moments that I took so for granted. Oh my gosh! Because you know, I was getting to go to a lot of shows. I was traveling a lot of weekends to go see shows I love. To, you know, of artists I love and yep. those moments and that, that losing of yourself in the crowd yep. is something that I've, it, it's, you can lose yourself anywhere, yep. right? If, but with something like music, it's so easy and you mm-hmm. kind of forget what that does to your soul, oh like how gosh. it heals. It is so healing. That terrible work week you had, how mm-hmm. it heals that, that, you know, relationship that didn't end exactly how you wanted it to mm-hmm. end, you know, how it heals that you fighting with one of your for best sure. friends, you know? I'm just feeling like you're on the same page. Yeah. Just for a second. Yeah. You feel like you're all on the same page, and I can't wait, man. I mean, this even right here is doing my soul some good, because, I mean, we've been doing so many interviews and podcasts and stuff through yeah. Zoom, and this right here is like, I feel a little normal. Yeah. You know? It feels regular. And it's, we'll get to play some music, too, which will yeah. be fun. Yeah. We're going to do it. I'm excited about that, too. Um, As, again, as like a country music fan, getting experience things i just like kind of shake my head you know like when when i get to see like even like writers rounds right like that's Mm -hmm. something that in nashville you kind of take for granted right like these amazing artists are on stage playing for you for freaking free sometimes paying to park when they do it Mm -hmm. you know and they're doing it because they want you to hear their songs you know and it's you kind of take that for granted and then i have friends from like pennsylvania you know guys drove down two weeks ago for our writers Mm -hmm. round and they're we're like, I'm coming back next week. Yeah. They're like, I'm going to drive eight and a half hours again because Just there's no other place in the country where that happens other than in Nashville, Tennessee. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And it's just so special to have what we 
are lucky enough to be a part of here oh, I know. in this area. I mean, there's times where I've wanted to punch this town in the face, <laughs> but I will tell you, like, also I've wanted to kiss it right on the mouth because it has just, I mean, it's been cool to just watch all my dreams. Like, I remember, I mean, where I was on I-40 with my parents at nine years old. Yeah. And I told them that this was home. And, like, my parents were like, Laney, like, you nine years old. Like, what the hell do you know? <laughs> you know? Awesome. And I just knew it. And um, it was so crazy. Like, the other day I was driving by again, and I kind of looked up, and I saw the Batman building, the where what I was staring at when I was, like, right when I told my parents that. And it was just, like, a full circle moment for me because I'm like, Damn, like that yeah. little nine-year-old girl was, I mean, she was crazy, but I guess she wasn't real crazy. Well, she had yeah. her face on a billboard not too long ago, Yeah, right? that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> and my arm was up, like showing my armpit to everybody on I-40. I'm like, I'm glad I shaved that day. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> my gosh, so cool. But yes, this town has, it's been good to me. I mean, yeah. it's broken my heart for sure. But I think that's really with like any industry, you know. Well, and if it if it came so easy... It wouldn't have staying power. You know what I mean? For sure. And I think that's one of the just, things. Yeah. I mean, I kind of went into it with a mentality of like, no matter how long it takes me, because I knew it was going to take a while. Um, I mean, I was here for seven years before I even got a publishing deal. Mm. And, but I kind of just felt like if that means I'm going to have longevity, then so be it. If it's yes. a really slow, like tiny baby step crawl, whatever, then, you know, I'm down because I sure would hate to move here for everything to happen for me and then it just be over because yeah. I feel like I got a lot to say and I feel like, um, I mean, this is the only thing I really know how to do. So I feel like at some point in time, it's got to work. Yeah. And I mean, luckily you're now you're getting to say what you're thinking. You know? <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> 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 I'll say what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, dad jokes, you know, yep. I'm old enough to have those, I guess now. Yeah, true. <laughs> that was a good one. But man, that's another one of my favorite songs. Why don't we touch on that? And, uh, saying what I'm thinking. Well, I've been saying what I'm thinking, I mean, my whole life. Like, I'll tell you this story. When I was little, we were headed to Monroe because that was like the biggest, you know, town yeah. near me. And I wanted to go to McDonald's. And I was two years old in the car seat. and like, my parents didn't even know I could really talk. But I just kept saying, McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's. And um, <laughs> also, I probably say McDonald's wrong. What do y'all say, McDonald's? I mean, I don't even know. I <laughs> wish I sounded like you, but I said McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> so, anyway, I kept saying McDonald's. Um, Daddy was like, okay, Laney, we'll take you by McDonald's. And he literally drove, like, right by it. And said, he said, okay, Laney, we went by McDonald's. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you took that well. Yeah, well, at two years old in the back seat, I said, I am tired of this shit. Literally, like, plain as day. <laughs> and they didn't know whether they needed to be proud that I could talk mm -hmm. or mad. Yeah. But they were just like, so I've been always saying what I'm thinking. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> and my parents have so many stories about moments like that. And um, so I figure, you know, why not name the record that, but really and true the record was based around this song and we you know at first we kind of started like diving into this and I thought it'd be fun to do kind of like a you know upbeat sassy kind of saying what I'm thinking but then I was like no let's let's surprise them you know let's kind of 
let's take a, a step back and really just kind of figure out how to surprise people with this hook. And it's just about being honest with yourself and honest with the people around you. And that's not easy to do. Yeah. I mean, that's like, I mean, it's cost me some friendships. Mm-hmm. It's, um, you know, it's hard to tell the truth, but at the end of the day, it sets you and everybody else free. So, I mean, that's really what saying what I'm thinking about. Yeah. So great. Uh, when the record came out after it came out, I bought a bunch on iTunes and then played them on the radio. So I played like, those were some of the ones that I played. Thank you, man. Um, dude, uh, just big, big fan as, as you know, um, uh, since first time I heard your stuff and just seeing you in town playing writers rounds, you know, whenever we were around Mm -hmm. just watching you grow into the, the star that you're becoming. It's just so great. Let's go. Y'all been yeah. y'all been on my team from day one for real. I just appreciate y'all. We're fans, and I'm such a fan of. I'm so excited that the song that's working for you is "Things a Man Ought to Know" because from the first time I heard it, it just had my whole heart. So <sighs> I can't wait for you to play it with Kurt. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And the music video. Yeah. And Golly, the music video. I can't get away from you, man. You just like oh, you in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The um. I mean the. Again, without saying too much, but like the song, like you said, tugs on your heartstrings. But yeah. this, the music video does that, has that in spades for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's funny too. So when we got Kurt, you know, when I conned him into doing the podcast with me, um, we made a list of some of the artists that we want to have on, and your name was at the top of that list. So, well, Check. I'm going to tell Check. you right now. Yeah. This has been fun. Yeah. Thank the you. The whiskey's so much. been good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Conversation's been even better. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. We're going to have a lot of clinking in the, in the audio, maybe. Yeah. Probably. And I've got ice in my mouth right now. Yeah. So <laughs> sorry the, about that. <laughs> the good news is part of the package of Kurt was that he has incredibly talented friends. So we got a producer, Charlie. We do. Yeah. Shout out to Charlie. <laughs> Chuck, Charlie. love you, buddy. Charlie makes it so that that ring that was in all of my other podcasts <laughs> is no longer there. You won't get weird of like all these like weird breathing noises I'm doing. Yeah, some of them. I'll do that right now. <laughs> it's funny because when we make the radio show, I'm like, all right, Kurt, here's where I cut out the breathing of all of us. Yeah. <laughs> but, man, it's uh, it's been great. And I never really paid too much attention to country radio, of course, like mm-hmm. the charts specifically and like how they work. And so I'm still trying to figure it out. But it's, it's blowing my mind. It's great to see it now. Kind of like I have like an insider's outsider's perspective mm-hmm. just because like I'm looking at them to see like, you know, what we do. Cause our show isn't really like all we play is stuff that you hear on the radio. Yeah. We play stuff that we like. Yeah. We play stuff that's from people that don't have record deals or pub deals. Yep. So, um, well, but I we want to support the stuff that we do love because yeah. I mean, our spins count still, sure. you know? So if there's a song on the radio that we think is great, we're yeah. of course playing that every week. You know, I so some people y'all. are like, why are you playing this every week? I'm like, because it matters. It matters. It does. Yeah. I mean, everyone matters. Yeah. Even if it's just our one little spin that hopefully maybe we'll get Kurt's station to pick right. one up, you know, yeah. <laughs> his hometown station, yeah. or, you know, our but, next goal. Yeah. That's our next goal. That's on the list too. But oh, man. Um, we are just excited to see great country music and females specifically that whose voices need to be heard, heard on the radio. And I'm just so excited to have you. Thank you, man. Having so much For success. Real. It feels good. It feels yeah. like, like I said, the time is right and I'm ready. I mean, I've always, I mean, shoot, I thought I was ready when I was 14 years old. You know, I thought I was going to be the next Taylor Swift. And here we oh, are yeah. <laughs> years later. But, um, I mean, even maybe even a year ago, I wasn't ready. You know, the world has a plan and 
things usually work out the way they're supposed to. You it feels know? right. It does. Yeah. I'm ready to kick some teeth in. Let's go. Let's go. And I can't wait I to can't see wait for you. shows. Yes. Yeah. Me too. I can't wait to see you on a festival stage. I'll be in Dude. the front row. I'm going to get real. you up there with me. You're going to yeah. shake that tambourine. <laughs> no, nah, I ain't going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I will, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you apparently are highly overestimating my tambourine skills. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get you to shake something. It'll have to be a tambourine. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank uh, you all. Like I said, for, for jumping over here to Kurt's Luxurious Establishment and drinking some solid whiskey with us. It's good stuff. Yes. Good yeah. stuff, Cheers. Y'all. Thank y'all. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the Raise Rowdy podcast. Uh, Kurt and I are happy that you're here. Make sure you're rating us five stars, mm-hmm. only five stars only. That's right. On uh, Apple, iTunes, whatever they call it. I'm a nerd, so I don't really know. <laughs> and All of it. Make sure you download, if you haven't, not just stream, but download Lanny uh, Wilson's album. Please. Buy that. Please. It's a, it is worth the price of admission plus tenfold. You'll be listening to that for, for years to come. Thank you, man. I appreciate y'all having me. This has been fun. Absolutely. And guys, I'm Nikki T. I'm Kurt Ozon. And we'll see you in the front, front row. row. I can take it down